Welcome to the latest episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks. I'm not even going to tempt fate this time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is this is an episode where everything's going to go smoothly. There's not going to be any corrections needed. I'm just going to do what I need to do and talk about what I need to talk about. I'm your host, John. And uh, with me this week, as always... It's Trixie. Hello. And Rose. Hello. Wonderful. I'm very glad that both of you are here, and I'm very glad that today we can sit down and have a little talk about anime. Mm -hmm. There's a good amount of anime out there. Hmm. I disagree. How, how how so? There can never be enough. That's what I think. Mm. Wow, that's your argument. Yeah, my argument is there should right. be a literal infinite amount. Counterpoint. I. What if any of those shows are isekai? Uh, you're asking the wrong girl. I'm the fucking isekai. I'm riding. I'm the, I'm a rodeo. Ro- I, ro- isekai rodeo. That's the name of my podcast that I do with myself. <laughs> That sounds bad. <laughs> hey, guess what? No one asked you. I'm going to another world. Yeah. All, all the fucking lizard people and elves are going to listen to your podcast. <laughs> yeah. In another like, world with my, po- with my fucking audacity. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to bring it with you, know, you to the other world. You know what? I would watch and or listen ooh, to the shit an isekai out of a podcast, about podcast that was an isekai. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I would watch that. Like, just just a podcaster gets transported into another world and invents podcasting oh, in that world. That's, that would be stupid as shit. Even just a radio show, right? Like, that. Like if you wanted to go more, like, you know, classic. Like, oh, uh, man, that's a good idea. I'd be down for That'd that. Yeah, good. just like, oh, man, here's, I'm going to interview this goblin. And the goblin's all, like, he talks about, smash and stuff. Or, like, he talks angry. about the problems with goblin culture that is an un- underexplored in that world, you know? Like, something like that. Like, it's just very... I like you this idea. Yeah, you could go either way. Man. Maybe he could do both. Maybe he's pissed. But then when he realizes that they want to listen and not talk over him, then he's... We got this figured out. Someone making anime in Japan, call yeah, us right now. Here, We're going to make call it, in another world it, with my you podcast. You can call it live from another world. How about that? There you go. Ooh. There you go. Oh. There you go. We just made that. That was easy, it. man. What are yeah. they doing over there? <laughs> They, like we we could make infinite anime. <laughs> yeah. Let's think of another one. Um, um, there's there's one where the, it's a girl, okay, and she's in high school, and she's in the tennis s- 
sports event. Okay. And she's ready. And she's ready to win the belt. But it's Valentine's Day. And she has to figure out how to make chocolate. Uh, Isn't that just TQ? (laughs) Yes. It is just TQ. Yes. It's the new season of TQ. Yeah, okay, we just made the new season of TQ for them. They don't have to make it on their own. Boom. That's it. That's it. We did it. We did it. All right. So this next one, uh, let's see here. There's this, like, middle school age girl who um, she's really quiet and she's all of a sudden thrust into this extremely surreal world where the internet and the real world are kind of like melding mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. and it's really strange and the music's really good. I, I don't know though. I don't know if that would work. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That mm. seems unlikely that an it's anime could ever exist like that. Yeah, exactly. No one would ever make something out of that or a PS one game related to it. Wait, Wait they minute. made a PS1 game? Wait, y'all don't know about this? No. No, I knew about okay, that. Yeah, okay. I didn't. I was, I, I, was, I was starting to transition to the next <laughs> yeah. humor funny part, but I guess I guess <laughs> Trixie did not know that there was a lame Jeez. PS1 oh, game. Oh, oh Trixie, you would... Listen, it's amazing. It's it's not a game, first of all. It's like they you have to like unlock pieces of information about a story regarding Lane and like piece it together in like a fucking like computer ui it owns oh so it's like Mm -hmm. fucking her story but about lane in 1998 hell yeah yeah that's totally my jam oh yeah i'll I'll show you it later but yeah so uh, yeah here we what's the funny bit you were gonna do i thought you were doing a transition that's why i went along i was okay i'm gonna be like oh wait a minute we watched that show isn't that weird (laughs) anyway fuck me i guess yeah sorry we watched serial experiments lane the the show that was what i said it's a show about online and how fucked up it is yeah i could have told you that you know you could you look on Twitter and you're like, "What? <laughs> what are That's these weird. guys on? They're really wired." Damn, mm. they're just talking about like sports. What? Everyone's talking about sports, and then you're like, "It's a Super Bowl. That's crazy. We're all connected. That's what Lane's about. We're all watching the same stuff. We're all talking about the same stuff. We're together. That's the world. We figured it out. But really, okay, okay." You know, I'll actually introduce Serial Experiments Lane here. Serial Experiments Lane is an anime that came out in 1998. It ran from July 6th to September 28th, so there were 13 episodes. Um, it was directed by Rurutaro Nakamura, who uh, also directed the 2003 Kino's Journey anime, and um, Sakura Wars. Well, was the series director for that as well. Um, however, uh, he unfortunately passed away in June tw- on June 29th, 2013. Uh, he was working on a new show called Despera that was uh, canceled uh, due to his passing. Um, it seemed to basically be a, like spiritual successor to lane like the main character even looks like lane her name is ain um <laughs> close enough might have just it might have just been like kind of a prequel sort of thing 
Um, but perhaps it will actually happen someday because uh, the character designer Yoshitoshi Abe actually announced back in 2015 that the project would continue with a new director. Hell yeah. Um, so who knows? I, I like this little bit where they said that it's not in development hell because of the lack of funds, but because of the current state of the anime industry. <laughs> Ooh. What does that mean? Sounds like the show's going to be saucy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written by Chiaki J. Konaka, who you may also know as the writer of the third season of Digimon. Hell yeah, I do. Isn't that weird, John? So, that makes a lot of sense, honestly, yeah. looking back. Yeah. <laughs> Season three yeah. of Digimon, which is Tamers, right? This Tamers? Tamers, yeah. yes. That's just the Eva for kids. Yeah. It's great. Um, he also did the screenplay for The Big O, um, wrote a couple of episodes of Princess Tutu, um, and was also the creator of Ultraman Gaia. So there's a lot of stuff uh, that uh, Chiaki J. Kanaka has worked on. Um, Wikipedia also says that Kanaka states that the J in his name evokes the Christian name John due to him being born to parents who are members of the Anglican Church, but he doesn't identify as Christian. Uh, He patterned the name after Charles M. Schultz. Nice. Hell yeah. So he named himself, he he added, he basically added a middle name because he liked Charlie Brown. (laughs) Don't we all? I guess so. Uh, and the music was made by, uh, well, the, the music composition was uh, head by Reichi Nakaido, who is a Japanese guitarist and uh, also has a band called RC Succession. Uh, Nakaido composed most of the music for Lane, uh, and there is also the famous theme song. Uh, yeah. Rose, do you want to talk a little bit about the theme song? Because I know you really like it. Oh, yeah. So it's Duvet by Boa. Uh, Boa is a really good band that I, yeah. I've liked for quite some time, even before I had watched Lane. I watched Lane back in like 2014 for the first time. Um, I always liked uh, Boa. The album, oh, God, that Duvet is on, uh, is fucking... The Race of a Thousand Camels or something. like. Yeah, that. it's... A really good album that That's I've had really a physical copy of, uh, because I have been listening. I just uh, ended up finding that band through uh, a radio station that was near me that played alternative music. And then when I watched Lane, because my friends were all like, "Yeah, you like Lane," I was like, "Hey, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the race of a thousand camels. Um, it's fucking banger. I don't know it really if you, is. will you agree with this, John? Oh, I mean, I love the music. In yeah, the, in the, show. the opening though is yeah. like really. Good. I like the ending too. Um, the ending's really good. But the music in the show in general is just mwah, mwah. Mwah. Ah. absolutely. Uh, one more bit of uh, production information here. Uh, it was uh, developed. The studio that animated it was Triangle Staff Company Limited who were former Madhouse staff from 1987. Uh, they produced such shows as Macross Plus, uh, Nie 7, and Space Pirate Mito, which I mention because I helped subtitle that if you watch it on Hulu. <laughs> Damn. Just a little fun fact for you there. 
Um, also, also they uh, did animation assistance on Boogie Pop Phantom, so that's a little uh, tie-in to current anime. However, unfortunately, they are defunct. They officially became defunct in 2002. So rest in peace to them as well. Um, so, why don't we talk a little bit about what is uh, what Lane is about, what goes on in Lane, um, and how we feel about it. Uh, Trixie, I know that you really like this show. Do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about what happens in Serial Experiments Lane? So there's this girl named Lane who is not a uh, technology head, but uh, one day one of her uh, classmates, I think, uh, commits suicide, and she gets an email from said classmate inviting her into the Wired. Uh, which is their version of the internet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also virtual reality or something. They don't explain it too well, but I guess that's yeah. the analogy. Uh, and from there, Lane just uh, has trouble distinguishing between re- uh, the wired and reality more and more as the series goes mm-hmm. on. It's a very surreal show. You can say that again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh, the, the cast of characters is pretty varied, and their, uh, their feelings and their actions are a little all over the place. Um, Lane and... Lane is the, the rock, the center of the show, and everything kind of revolves around her. She has her family, which is her, like, geeky dad who loves computers... Uh, her mom that just does not give a shit about anyone, and she's just there. Uh, her sister, who is, you know, just kind of an aloof sister-type character. Um, and then Lane has her, like, group of friends. Uh, Alice is her, like, seemingly closest friend. And then there's, like, the two other girls that if you asked me to get, tell me tell you their names, I would not be able yeah, to. Yeah, I can't remember their um, names. And uh, then there's just other folks that kind of drift in and out of her life as uh, things go on. Um, but uh, just things just happen in this show. And I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I watched the whole thing and I have trouble explaining it. Um, you know, there's there's characters, there's scenes, there's... It's it's a show it's a show that I feel like is supposed to evoke emotion more than well I I've I've talked to Rose and I've talked to you about this so it evokes emotion more than tells a story and that's something that I can't really grasp onto and that gives me a hard time so I think I'll kind of let y'all handle this. Uh, Rose, what do you want to say about Serial Experiments Lane? So, um, I rewatched all of it last night. <laughs> uh, nice. Wow. Because um, I hadn't done it yet. And I was, cause I was thinking, like, you know, I just rewatched it, like, in November. Uh, and I was like, hell yeah, I'll watch it again. And I did. Uh, I really like it because I'm always a big fan of surrealist works. I mean, Twin Peaks is like my favorite thing ever. Um, and I love cyberpunk stuff. And while this isn't necessarily cyberpunk in terms of its themes or narrative, particularly, 
the aesthetic is very much uh, there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as someone, I have uh, dissociative identity disorder. Um, so mm-hmm. I can relate to uh, a lot of the confusion that Lane has with finding herself and like <laughs> even more, uh, you know, blatantly multiple lanes, etc. Um, yeah. Yeah, th- that that is something that I did understand to an extent, where there is sort of a lane that exists in the wire that is a bit more outgoing and kind of a shithead. Um, but that lane and the lane in the real world, they're they sort of just mesh together and grind up against each other and it starts to become harder and harder to figure out who's doing what and when. Not to mention that there's a third lane that shows up as well, which is the, I guess, grinning evil lane. <laughs> shithead that lane. shithead lane, yeah. The true shithead. See, I'm... I can't keep up with that now, see? Because I thought, I thought, the, sh- I thought the, it was, the outgoing lane was this... God damn it. <laughs> so... It's a lot, yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, John, so like, in in that, she refers to the third lane as everything she hates about herself. Uh, okay. It's all of the bad feelings and negativity that she has, just cordoned off into its own separate identity. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in the story, that lane is the one who uh, spreads uh, the rumors about Alice uh, fantasizing about her teacher. Which, honestly... That whole like, thing I, was... I, that was just off the shits. I, <laughs> when, when they finished that fucking show, and Alice was just, like, with the teacher, I was just, like, like the fucking, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm song. <laughs> and I was just, like, looking over to the side, like, y'all doing this right now? <laughs> I mean, that probably wasn't Lane's intention, but it's just how it ended up. She just wanted her to be happy. Uh, yeah, Lane's Lane's cancelled, alright? Hey, That's all I'm gonna off. say. Damn. <laughs> She's cancelled. Lane won't be the only one cancelled by the end of this. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? I don't right know. Now? It's up, just like surrealism. It's up to the viewers <laughs> viewers' comprehension <laughs> what I was alluding to. I guess to. so. So there's also this group of hackers called the Knights of Eastern Calculus. Hell yeah, there is who are kind of the followers of this guy named Masami Eddy. Who's like... Eddy? Something like that. He's like the quote-unquote antagonist of the show. Yeah, he, he basically sets himself up as God of the Wired and tries to take over the world by merging the real world and the Wired together under his control. But Lane's just like, nah, son, fuck you, dude. Hell yeah. And she uses her powers of the Wired, and she's like, before the Wired happened, there had to have been a god before, or else, you, either way, you don't have power, because there either is a god or there is no god, and there would have to be one more powerful than you, so kiss my ass. And then he just like gets buried under a bunch of shit, and then that's it. It's great. It happens really fast. It sure does. <laughs> I mean, they spend like 
half of episode nine setting up the entire backstory to Lane's universe through like yeah. stock footage and newspaper clippings, which is wild. They just talk about like real dudes that like worked on the internet. I and I guess all that's that. to set up what why the wired exists or how it operates, but it's it's just wild. It's maybe the most wild thing in the show, really. I think the most wild part of that show is the part where the aliens showed up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I love that alien. Hey, they were talking about Roswell. <laughs> they sure were. Um, I think, like, there are a lot of ways you could interpret this show. I think one of the obvious ones is people coming to terms with the acceleration of the internet. Um, and, like, just how powerful it was, to an extent. Uh, mm -hmm. One thing I really appreciate about the show is that even, like, multiple times, it's, like, um, when Lane says in one episode, like, oh, I'm talking to my net friends. Uh, and, like, the other friends are like, oh, those aren't real friends. And then Alice is like, oh, who cares? You're, like, old. You're an old lady for saying something like that. Um, mm -hmm. It was just like, man, like, you could even look at, like, a lot of media, like, throughout, like, the early 2000s and mid-2000s, even more recently, and it's, they're all acting like that friend, basically, or whatever. Like, you know, we, the real message is that your real friends are the ones in real life and stuff like that, you know? Like, yeah. But while, like, the show is very horror-y, I guess, at times, about, like, what can happen with the internet, it's also, like, fairly positive sometimes. Yeah. I, I think it helps that it uh, focuses exclusively or almost exclusively on Lane instead yeah. of, like, society or whatever. Absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. Just uh, naturally tends to make it more uh, positive and a... Yeah. Overall hopeful. Yes, that's... Absolutely. That's what I like about the uh, ending as well. Uh, yes, John? So <laughs> so when is Genorobochi going to get his fucking Fuck, pantsuit no. off? Pantsuit off for stealing the ending of Lane <laughs> for Madoka Magica? Because... Yeah. What the fuck? There is a, a lot thing. of stuff that is takes stuff from Lane. Yeah, uh, the Matrix was inspired by it. Uh, they said huh. that. Yeah, they said that before. More specifically, the later ones. I think that will become more obvious if you think about that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, I I really like Lane. Still, I didn't know if I would like it again on like a third rewatch because that's usually when it's like all right, now's the fucking time where you, like, start to go, hmm, maybe this doesn't work. But I was still like, hell yeah, motherfucker, bring out the alien. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it just has this really great, like, overwhelming feeling to it, I think. And that's what I like from a lot of uh, media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you all really liked it. It's, um, it's like, totally fair not to enjoy it or get into it because of, like, yeah. even for surrealism, sometimes it's just, like, too much. Yeah, I, you know, I, by the time I was done with it, I was just like, well, that's over. I'm good. I'm done. I mean, I thought about it after I was done. I, you know, but 
I don't know. I I felt so bad watching it because the whole time I was just sitting there, I was just like, I don't get this. I don't really, ha- I, I can't really grasp a lot of the stuff that's going on. I don't really understand why the characters are doing what they're doing. I'm, my mind is just a very logical sort of thing. So if characters are just kind of acting to act, I just, I, I just kind of go, oh, blah, and I can't really figure it out. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, if it helps, even today, it's still a kind of a, a contested anime. People are still mixed on it, even though it's a mm-hmm. cult classic, so not too surprising. I mean, I think it's, I think it's absolutely worth a watch. Um, you know, like, I'm glad I watched it, even if I was kind of complaining about it the whole time. I am still, at the end of the day, kind of glad that I sat down and watched it. I, maybe I'm going to have to, like, revisit it someday, maybe just talking to people make me understand it a little bit better, but... Yeah. Just, like, walking away from it, like, just finishing that that last episode and walking away from it, I was just kind of like, alright, I was the fucking Drew Scanlon gif. I was just like, (laughs) okay, um... It would, it, also, there sure there sure was an AMV in that in the middle of that show. Hell yeah, there was. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking wild. The, the one in episode eleven that takes up literally half the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking love that. I shit. love it too. It's it sounds it's buck wild. Just unrestrained guitar feedback and soloing oh, over it's noise. So good. It's my absolute jam. It's Yeah. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the most buckwild thing in the show, alien aside. I love that alien. The alien is just the funniest thing I can think of. Don't worry about it. It's it's all good. He's a true mascot character of the show. Absolutely. <laughs> where's where's the alien plushies? <laughs> I bet they exist. I I bet those exist somewhere. It's it's more likely that they have a uh, alien plushies with Lane's head on it. Oh yeah, evil shithead Lane. <laughs> See, John, I thought you would like evil shithead Lane. What? What's that supposed to mean? I just thought you think that face is like the funniest thing in the world. I did kind of think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did post it. And just posted it's free real estate, and that's it. It does look like you're doing the free real estate phase. Um, Trixie, uh, do you want to go any any further in what you, how you feel about Lan? I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. I feel it's a very emotional show, and so I react very uh, emotionally strongly to it. There's no real specific reason yet. Uh, although one day I'll try and understand what the hell's happening gonna so you just kind of like I let it wash over you yes I I yeah. love uh doing uh going into surreal stuff and just letting it like wash over me and taking in the experience same mm-hmm. I, tr- I try to it's it's definitely difficult at times but I try to meet the show on those terms and see if I can get into it sometimes it doesn't work but uh lane's i feel like lane's at least consistent enough to where 
if you can handle one episode, uh, the rest is easier to just let, uh, wash over you. Okay. Alright, um, do either of you have any, uh, like, last things to say about Lane, or, um, should we move on to everyone else's opinions? I think it's good. I just, uh, yeah, I love surrealist stuff. I want more stuff like this to exist. Um, Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a lot in anime recently, as far as I can remember. Maybe y'all know any? I'm trying to think. I'm not to get in. uh, Boogie Pop is pretty similar, I'd say. Well, yeah. uh, yeah, (laughs) But that's also like very 90s, you know, also like that's a 90s thing. But though the the take that they're going with it is a lot different than uh, before. I mean, the original uh, Boogie Pop anime is pretty uh, similar to Lane in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was worked on by some of the same people, so yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I I just want more. I like I like uh, emotion. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's oh, let's talk. I have about one more some, thing. Uh, oh, yes. Go ahead. Present day. <laughs> Present time. (laughs) 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 The best opening to anything. In the last episode, when just halfway through, it's just like present day. Day, yeah. Present time. I was... Okay, here's my formal complaint, (laughs) okay? I'm going to file my formal complaint. I, by the time that that show was over, I was so sick and fucking tired of seeing that shot with the taxi i'm so done with it i was when that last episode started and it wasn't there i was like oh my god finally i am i am i have peace in my life no and then that happened halfway through the episode the present day present time happened and i was like they got you You aren't gonna do this and then they did and i was like so pissed fuck that taxi shot it's so stupid. You don't like taxis? I don't like looking at the taxi almost hitting somebody like five <laughs> times. Oh my god. But no, that's my that's my biggest complaint about Lane. Alright, here's uh here's here's some opinions here. Uh first off we got one from Gregory Zero who says Rewatch Lane just for the pod, and honestly I still like the show for what it is. Sure, it almost kind of trips over itself in the last few episodes, and boy was that episode that stitched scenes together with conspiracy theory stories sure was wild, but as a greater whole, I appreciate that Lane is a show that exists. On a side note, catch me reading any and all wiki pages on the greater Lane universe content. That's the shit I truly live for. I'm telling you, Trixie, you gotta check out the PS1 game. It's amazing. Is there, like, a fan translation out there or something? Because, ooh... You know what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I might it, have to get into that. It owns. Century Punk asks, Paired away to its barest, Serial Experiments Lane is a simple coming-of-age story of a young woman. Getting access to a computer and the internet and traumatizing yourself with the horrors of the world is a seemingly common occurrence today, and the way Lane portrayed it in 1998 through amazing visuals and sounds holds up remarkably well. P.S. Listen to the album Twilight by Boa that the theme is from. It's pretty good. Hell yeah, it is. Your girlfriend's agreeing with you, Rose. There you go. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that, that is absolutely something that I can see from that show. It is very much like, oh, hey, she wasn't on the internet. And as soon as she got on the internet, she realized how fucked things really are. And it's not good. <laughs> yeah. 
That's oh, just boy. teen life. Truly. Truly, truly. Right, I got one more opinion. This one's a long one. Uh, this one's from Morat. Uh, I watched Lane with my college's anime club in the late 90s in a large auditorium with around 100 people, one episode a week. Dang. If you can, Im- if you can imagine that in this era of binge-watching and small screens... Each week, we tried to puzzle out the last episode and figure out where it was going, if anywhere. Though often needlessly complicated for its own sake, as someone who came of age alongside the World Wide Web, I still find it's an interesting time capsule of the late 90s, in that pre-millennium moment, before Wi-Fi and mobile data, and when today's tech giants were still in their infancy, we had no idea where it was all going. I decided to rewatch it recently, and in its own weird way, it's oddly optimistic. I have to wonder if I'd be willing to trade Lane's world for our own. Oh, and how banging is that theme song? I still listen to Duvet regularly to this day. Thanks for listening to my elderly ramblings. Everyone yeah, that, loves that, Duvet. That's, Hell yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's that's a really cool it's a really cool way to watch something like that. Like God, I yeah, I would I would give a lot to be able to be in a huge room watching each of those episodes and then just being able to toss ideas around. Because, like talking with you all is good, but like Big ass auditorium with a hundred people. That's crazy. That's a lot. But yeah, that sounds you know, pretty lit. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for sending in your, your lane opinions. Uh, I guess now that we've talked about it, uh, we can all agree to uh, all love Lane. Let's all love Lane. Let, let, let's, let's all, all love, love Lane. lane. Uh, but let's all love some other animes. Um, what? else have we all been watching um trixie why don't we start with you you know speaking of robots and ai i like to uh-huh. talk about ping pong the animation so please tell us all about ping pong the animation this show fucking rocks uh hell yeah it does uh so ping pong the animation's a sports anime uh uh from the studio tatsunoko production uh mm-hmm. and it's directed by, oh god, I'm probably going to mess up his name. Uh, Masaki Yus- Yuasa? Masaki Yuasa, yes. Alright. Uh, and uh, this show is fucking oozing with style. And uh, it's it's a blast, honestly. That's the big thing to say about it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's It was clearly made by people who love anime, like, a lot. And just want to express that through uh, really unique uh, art, really unique uh, music. It's it's a fantastic show. Like, yeah, like everything about it is just it melds together beautifully, and the writing is sensational too. It's a very inspirational story of triumph and succeeding over loss and overcoming your obstacles, and it's about ping pong. Yeah, they made ping pong, like, fucking amazing to watch. I don't know if it's like mm-hmm. that. I don't know if they have ping pong uh, competitions in, like, reality on that scale. Oh, but, absolutely. Oh, uh, that rules. I mean, I mean, it's a lot faster in real life, which, yeah. I mean, that that sounds kind of funny considering that we're talking about, like, an anime, but, like, you know, <laughs> in Ping Pong the Animation, they have to, like, show the characters, like, having their resolve and, like, all the animation and shit. When you watch Ping Pong in real life, it's... It's fast. Yeah. 
Imagine the drama that's going on in, in the players' heads, though. God. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so so how far are you in ping pong? Did you finish oh, it? Oh, yeah, I finished it. Okay. So so you loved it overall. You just absolutely adore it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Smile, uh, the best uh, <laughs> robot boy. Absolutely. Like, I, I love how they incorporate the personalities of the characters into, like, their the way that they play ping pong, and then how their animations, and, like, they'll draw him, like, as a robot, or they'll draw all the other characters, like, based on their nicknames and their play styles. Like, they'll move that way, or they'll even yeah. transform into that. It's so cool. Yeah, or, like, uh, anytime when Smile plays, there's a... Uh, robot noises going on underneath, uh, mm-hmm. just quietly in the background. Like little touches like that are very Absolutely. delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. It's only eleven episodes, so definitely watch. And uh, what's that on? Is that on Crunchy? Yep. Good. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Rose. Hi. What's going on with you? Not much, you know. I've been I've been playing the Kingdom Hearts, which is its own type of anime. But so I've yeah. I've sort of been uh, only been keeping up with some of the weekly stuff. But I did start a couple of series in the meantime. Mm-hmm. One okay. of them is Release the Spice, which is from last season. It's like uh, it's Yuri. I should say that first, like blatantly so. Um, and it's about these girls who are spies. All right, get this. Get spy. Okay, and then um. they they eat spice. They they just pull out like a fucking block of cinnamon or something, and they just take a bite out of it, and they become superheroes. Oh, so that's why it's called release the spice. Spice with a Y, yeah. Bite bite these cinnamon. Literally, it's like cinnamon, like sweet fennel, fucking like they'll bite a leaf. It's fucking bullshit. I don't. They, they take the cinnamon challenge and gain powers from it? Yeah, they basically... It's not even superhero. They literally just get, like, superhuman strength and stuff, and their eyes become, like, a f- color that matches their fucking character color. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Um, but, yeah, it's very much a Yuri. It's based on, like, oh, here's all these girls and their relationships with each other, and also here's sometimes a fight. Also, uh, like... What is work? Is work ethic a good thing? What's the right way to balance your work and life? Life, like, I, oh, okay. yeah, it's really weird, um, but it's fun. It's just sort of dumb fun. The song, the opening is just the song just goes spa 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 spice and spice. Damn, did I write this shit overnight? And then it's like just like basically the entire opening. It's just fun. I just get to relax. I just lie back and I'm like, damn, they're really going for it. Damn, this drama. There was an episode where one of the girls played a guitar, like an acoustic guitar song about how much she loved her girlfriend. Mm. Okay. That's good. Well, there you go. Yeah. You just let the spice happen and you yeah. you unleash it. <laughs> you release it. You truly release the spice. Oh, there is this fucking bit from it where they beat they this this like t- 
tiny girl ninja or like fighter girl or whatever. They like captured her to get like interrogate her and they interrogated her by th- like holding her from a rope over like a pit of lava. Okay. And nice. she just passed out and that gave her amnesia. God. Because <laughs> she just went into shock too hard. Okay. And that's Great the kind of child. shit I'm talking about with this. There's a girl who just yeah. really likes Vikings and her, like, her. Here's a converse, here's a scene that happened, okay? This girl's sitting on the mm-hmm. beach. She's wearing a little Viking helmet, like a cute little Viking helmet. And her grandmother goes, You know, your family is Vikings. They live in the sea, they control the sea, as is said in the old days. And then immediately, immediately from that goes, you know, your grandmother doesn't have much longer to live. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then she just goes, after that, grandma died. (laughs) It's like, holy shit. That's a real quick death. (laughs) Yeah. It's just shit shit like that. That's what I mean. Like, it's all just like, bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Like, it's fun. That whips ass. Yeah, it's good. (sighs) And then the other, other thing I've been watching. Uh, real quick, it's, it's, it's The Price of Smiles. I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's this season. The, the Price of Smiles? Yeah. No. It's this season. It's about okay. uh, a space monarchy. Uh, and then, like, it's on, like, some other planet. And there's this other organization that's trying to, like, tear it down. Because it's, you know, monarchies. They're not great. Right. Yeah. Um, but with, Could be better. Yeah, so they're doing mech fights and stuff. But it's, like, really bizarre because it's just telling, the st- like, the thing from both sides without, like, really, like, blatantly saying which side is bad or not. Um, okay. Where it, but it's, like, very clear on one side, actually, that the other is bad, but they're never showing it when you go to the other side. Which is, like, kind of interesting, I guess, if you think about it. But it's, like, this princess girl... And then this, like, t- this one little squad of, like, poor people <laughs> who are just all, like, okay. r- working really hard to, uh, to, f- to, to, like, help, like, homeless people and stuff around and, like, do big anime fights with mechs and stuff. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. weird. I, that's how I would describe it. It's weird. I don't know how to feel about it yet. Uh, I will say it has one good thing in its favor, which is that every time an episode ends... Uh, it does a fucking, like, you know, like, on Retsupre, when they would have the, like, you know, un- like, sort of mediocre Let's Play, and then, like, the outro would be, like, this crazy, like, techno beat, like, explosion. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's like that at the end of every single God. episode. It's just, like, boom, 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 like, having, like, a gear rotating on the screen that's, like, next time. <laughs> and I'm just, like, hell, people died. When you brought up Retsupray, for a second I thought you were going to say that two characters turn to each other and go, dead to right? Dead to right. right. Dead to right. <laughs> that would be so good. No, instead, like, uh, there's, like, this boy on it who looks like a Stolfo, and he died, like, immediately, okay. even though he's literally in the opening and everything. Like, in all the opening oh, nice. art, he's, like, everywhere. He's, like, in the ending and everything, and he hasn't been acknowledged since he died. And <laughs> that was How three episodes ago. You? Oh my god. 
band. <laughs> he's just in all the openings and everything. And every time they have all the characters line up, there's just a hole there where he was. <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll become like super secret important later. No, I don't think. I think they've gone over like why he was important, but. Oh, so he's just in the opening. <laughs> he's just in the opening. <laughs> they acted like he was going to be the main character, and he died in the second episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's an interesting God. show. It's really something to watch. I don't know what the hell is happening, but I think like the outro thing. Just every time, I'm almost watching entirely to hear that again. <laughs> Next time the death of happiness or something like that but it does like this fucking youtuber outro i mean no wonder they call it the price of smiles yeah damn also the princess looks like nico yazua oh i don't know what's up with that okay well i also didn't watch too much shit because classes are kicking my ass and i got really into Yu-Gi-Oh. So, two bad things are happening to me right now. Um, I apologize, but I did watch some things. Um, I'm all caught up on Pokemon, because, of course, I need to be. I'm the only one who will dare to talk about Pokemon. I'm the only one who has any kind of standards in this fucking hellhole. So, I'm going to talk about Pokemon. You know what? God um, bless. So, the the the... The past two episodes, they're still on Pony Island. Um, I don't think they played the music, Rose. So you're Fuck joining. Off. You're joining me in solidarity for being pissed that Ugh, they didn't. Play what are the they song. doing? I don't know. They're screwing up, is what they're doing. Um, so the uh, the the first episode was about uh, Socrates. Uh, he wanted to evolve his Pokemon, so he went to Pony Canyon. And there was this shitty, like, snooty kid, and he was the snooty kid was like, I'm going to challenge you to get to the end of this cave, because there's a magic stone at the end of it that can evolve bug types. So Socrates just fights a bunch of Golbats in the cave, and then gets to the end of the cave, and then the guy almost dies because he falls off of a bridge, but then Socrates' um, Pokemon evolves into the, the, the big bug. I think it's like Vigivolt. Yeah. Viki Volt, right? Yeah. It's the big one. It's the Vic Viper looking uh, Pokemon, which is tight as shit. Because <laughs> I, will, I will pop like a fucking dumbass if anyone makes any kind of references to Gradius. I'm just like, that's Gradius! <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and then at the end of the episode, um, Pop uh, Poplio evolved for like no reason. Uh, so that was nice, I guess, because uh, I don't remember the second evolution of Poplio. I don't, or the evolution of Poplio. I don't know what the fuck that Pokemon is called. Um, there's too many of them. There's what, like 800 now? So don't don't expect me to know all of them. Um, but yeah, there's that one. Uh, what's her name has one now. I don't. It's it's really hard to remember all their names too because I keep watching the fucking subbed version and her name is Suiren and it's not Suiren in America. It's something else, and I definitely have said it in a previous episode. And everyone is just screaming at me right now. They're you're driving your cars, you're sitting on the plane, you're doing something else. You're just like John, you fucking idiot. This is her name. You stupid fucking idiot. And I don't. I don't know it right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, 
please forgive me. You're forgiven. So, then the next episode, Ash and... I don't remember his English name. His Japanese name is Kaki, the fire guy. That guy. I don't remember his fucking name. Rose, do you remember his name? Oh, the fire guy the from Sunday. Fire Moon. guy. Uh. See, no, I don't remember it. Anyway, Ash and him are like trying to fight each other because they're like, we gotta go up and fight uh top one of the tapus, the purple one. I don't remember that one's name either. I'm really fucking up this episode. I'm I don't remember shit about Pokemon. Uh, the purple one. They're like, we're gonna fight that one, and so. They're waiting for the like temple to open up so they can like offer uh so they can offer like praise to the tapu before like challenging it, but before it opens up, because it's underwater. Before it opens up, they're like, hey, let's battle. Let's just pass some time and have a big battle. And so they have their battle, but it like damages the area around the temple. So then the tapu shows up and it's pissed as fuck, and it traps Ash and almost all of Kaki's Pokemon in a bubble. And this old man shows oh, up. Fuck. He says, "What is?" I it? just remembered. It's Kiwi, 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 Kiwi. Because I remember okay. calling him Kiwi. Kiwi. Fuck. So this old man shows up, and he's like, "Well, Sonny, you pissed off the Tapu. So if you don't go and fight Tapu Lele and get its scales, it's... your friends will die." Oh shit! Jesus. So. Huey goes and flies and fights Tapu Lele, and um, his Charizard learns Aerial Ace, and it's a pretty good fight scene between the Charizard and Tapu Lele, and then uh, Tapu Lele gives him some scales, and then, but however, the Charizard got damaged in the fight, so it can't fly him all the way back to where Ash and the rest of his Pokemon are being held, so he has to run the whole way back, and then he does. But he makes it in time, and then the purple Tapu is like, oh, it was... They were basically just like, oh, it was a, a test. So Kiwi uh, gets a, uh, a a Z crystal for flying moves, so his Charizard can use the flying-type Z move. And um, then it turns out that the old man was actually uh, the grandpa of the, the old um, island Kahuna who had died. And it was his ghost that was giving the trial. Because I guess the purple tapu can, like, bring people people's spirits back to life or some shit. Um, so I guess uh, Huey uh, passed the trial there. So good for him. Uh, and I guess, I guess the next episode is going to be about Ash fighting it, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's what Pokemon was this uh, past two episodes. Um, Ash almost uh, got drowned in a bubble. And a bunch of Pokemon evolved, and that's pretty much it. So there's your Pokemon update. I'm glad you're still enjoying it, it seems. Yeah. I am, because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's off the shits. Um, it's, it's wild, and I love it. Trixie. Hmm. Uh, you wrote down something very fucked up on this, uh, on this, uh, spreadsheet here. Not spreadsheet, this sheet. What did I write? You wrote that you watched, uh, Shield Hero. What the fuck is up, dog? Hmm. I, I wanted to bite the bullet and just watch the show. I, I, I want the experience, because I figure if it's, if I'm not watching it while it airs, I'm never gonna watch it. 
and I just want to see what the fuck this show is. I mean, that sounds like a good idea, not watching it, you know? I, I mean, yes. Too. But oh, so you know my pain. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not a show I want to keep talking about on this podcast, because <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah. It's terrible. Well... You have to talk about it a little bit yes. because you wrote about it. So All right. let's hear about Shield Hero. So Shield Hero is about this good otaku college student who doesn't bother anyone, just spends his time good by to himself. Me so far. Yeah, uh, likes okay. to go out to the library sometimes to read light novels. You know, your typical otaku mm-hmm. boy. Uh, reads a book. Uh, turns out. Uh, it's a portal to another world. He gets isekai'd. Uh, mm. and then, he, he, he's the worst, uh, hero of the four horse isekai'd into this world. The shield hero. Uh, mm-hmm. no one wants to join his party except for this one woman, uh, who pretty much just joins him out of pity. That's the implication. And uh, mm-hmm. and then the show goes real bad real quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's warning signs before, but uh, kind of goes into turbo bad. Mmm, uh, turbo bad. He he wakes up the next morning, uh, Shield Hero uh, Iwatani, but it's just easier to remember him the as Shield Hero. Yeah, uh, gets brought before the king. Uh, he finds out that he's been uh, accused of rape. And a robbery mm-hmm. uh, by the woman he was tr- uh, adventuring with. Uh, everybody, uh, and j- and just so we're clear, like the show makes it obvious from the very first moment we see uh, this lady whose name I can't remember. Uh, uh, Hell if I know. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I don't even think they said it. Uh, she that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, she. From the moment uh, we see the first shot of her, they make her out to be shady and up to no good. So, you know, it's uh, false accusations. Uh, and also, if I if I remember correctly, they make a big point out of being like, this world is more controlled by women. So it's like one of those things where it's like, see, this is what would happen if we believed women without questioning yeah, them. The w- because then they would just throw these false accusations around they, all over the place. They handle it very ruined. weird. Because, like, yeah, everybody in the, in the castle, like, believes her and treats her respectfully. Like, a, very like, realistic. People, <laughs> yeah, like, people... Like, people should, but it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, uh, of course, she's lying. Uh, she even makes a secret face at him to taunt him. Because uh, mm-hmm. women be evil and making false rape accusations. Uh, and so he's exiled from uh, the city. Uh, he can't go home, though, because he's one of the legendary heroes. So he just has to put up with the isekai until... Uh, until uh, then, whatever big threat is supposed to come, uh, they mm-hmm. allude to it, uh, and then, and then it gets even worse, arguably. <laughs> yeah, it sure I, does. Uh, cause, cause he's been exiled, uh, living on his own, making immense meat, uh, keeping orange balloons on him to scare uh, merchants. Uh, Wait, huh? uh, 
the orange. Oh yeah, I forgot the world he's isekai into is a video game, a literal video game. Oh boy, another one of those. Yes, another one of those. Uh, oh boy. Uh, so yeah, he's just he's just making ends meet. Uh, one day runs one night runs into a. Uh, not to mince words, this dude's a slave trader. Uh, yep. Shows Shield Hero uh, his warehouse of slaves, uh, uh, which is where he meets uh, the other main character of the show, uh, Raftalia, who is the slave that Shield Hero ends up getting. God, talking about the yeah. show makes me feel. Yeah. He doesn't free her. No. He just buys her. So, here, like, here's the thing about that, like, the second episode is entirely, like, uh, setting him up to make him look like a a good, uh, resp- Yeah, like, poor, like... Cruelly, tr- uh, or cruel slave master. Yeah. Uh, but he still, is, he, he still owns a slave. He still, yeah. he still owns a person. And, like, the whole way he went about it when like it first started was like awful all right so like so the reason why he gets this why he's even interested in buying the slave in the first place uh is literally just because he uh he feels that the uh entire uh world has uh betrayed him uh the slave master at one point uh, asks him if he wants a slave, and he says, "What makes you think I want a slave?" And the slave master replies, "The fact that they cannot lie or betray their master because they're literally bound by magic not to be able to." And he just makes this shocked face, like he's had a revelation. Like ooh, which is, like oh n- god, not like ooh, but like God, it's gross. It's just no matter mm-hmm. how they try to spin it, it's gross. Yeah, this show sounds like shit, and this sounds like something that, hmm, maybe people would have to come up with a bunch of excuses to why they like it. Yeah. Because maybe it's shitty, and uh, maybe it's playing into a bunch of fantasy that a lot of really sick people out there that uh, are pieces of shit believe in, Mm -hmm. and shouldn't, because it's wrong. If you wanna, if you really wanna know what kind of guy he is even before he gets Isekai, like, he reads the book that ends up transporting him, and uh, after reading the legend of these, you know, cool, awesome heroes, he he wonders where the heroine is. And when he finds a drawing of her, he says, exactly, I don't think it's this princess. She seems kind of slutty. So, you know, a real upstanding mm. dude. Mm. Also, it's just stupid because there's this one part that's really stupid. But like, if you, okay, so as someone who watches a lot of Isekai... Some people would come up with the excuse that, oh, well, you can just watch it for that other content. I don't watch it for that. The isekai part sucks, too. Like, it's just, like, really average. You could watch literally anything else. You could watch literally anything else, and there's infinite content, as we discussed earlier in the show. And, some, you, and somehow Shield here is just really, really popular. Like, I, and mm-hmm. lots of people are falling over their feet to, like... Crazy, like I think it's because like because they're misogynist. I wouldn't even say that's it. I'd say it's just because Crunchyroll is pushing it so hard right now. They are pushing it so hard. Crunchyroll pushed Island, and that show never. You're right. 
but this is well that could go into what john was saying about misogyny because island was you know primarily women on the cover and like stuff like that but it's a combination it's isekai and Crunchyroll's pushing it i think it's 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 a popular type of show yeah it's an isekai it's being pushed really hard and then you combine that and it's a bunch of dudes wanting to defend this because it tickles their it it it, it might there, there might be parts of it that they get off on there's parts that back up their beliefs that women are out to get them and so they feel like they need to defend it because it's backing up their shitty mindsets yeah. that's what it is yeah like every time i like every time the show wants to uh every time the show has something that seems like it could be good it just reminds you of like the shitty stuff around it like slavery oh women be evil oh uh Mm -hmm. everyone's out to get me no one believes Mm -hmm. in me fucking bollocks bullshit also there's a part where they have zombie bees and they don't call them zombies what do they call them they call them zombie bees oh that's boring that's bullshit that's what i think do you have to get the Zombrex to cure it for 24 hours? Hey, that would be better. When's the Dead Rising anime? I'll watch Dead Rising anime. Really? You'd watch a Dead Rising anime? Why the fuck not? That's just mm-hmm. another... They could ha- they could get some, like, J-Rock band to cover Gone Guru, and it would be sick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I also can't forget this uh, real quick uh, thing about uh, how this world works. Uh, The Slave Master literally tells (sighs) Shield Hero, since demi-humans, which is what Talia is, uh, (laughs) since demi-humans are thought to be closer to monsters, life would be hard for them in this country, which practices human supremacy. As such, they're treated as slaves. You just had to throw in the racism in there, too. Like, the dude writing it was just like, man, this isn't enough. I need another angle. Yeah, it's it's like it's legit like 1700s white people coming up with excuses uh-huh. for having slaves. And like it's oh boy. I think and like I think the fact that this is a video that they're supposed to be in a video game somehow makes this worse. I can't pin it exactly, but because someone programmed it yeah. that way. Ugh, yeah, that's true. Like in universe someone programmed multiple people signed off on that yeah oh so it, yeah oh yeah raf talia is even like uh programmed with the backstory of the shield hero being an awesome cool dude that she'll get to meet one day and i mean <sighs> bad it's just that's just bad i'm are you gonna keep watching it yes i am are you sure you don't want to keep talking about it? Because I feel like if you just keep it bottled up, that won't be good for you. Oh, I mean, I I have a thread on my private Twitter of apps <laughs> from this show just oof, blasting it. I mean, you can do whatever you want. If you want to talk about it again on here, you're more than welcome. Like I said, I... I I said before we started recording, I promise I'm not going to like advertise that you talked about it because I don't want you to get shit on, but I'm sure people would be interested to hear us dunk on this bullshit show. I cannot do it. That's I cannot do it like every episode, but if Okay. If something notable happens, 
I'll okay. think about it. Of course. No pressure, of course. But, you know. Rose, are you also going to suffer way. through Shield Hero some more? <sighs> we'll see. I ended up watching a bunch of it just because my roommate watches every single Isekai. Uh, and I don't know. Even like I was saying there, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. It's it's tough, isn't it? Even for, yeah. like, even for shitty, like, misogynistic Isekai, it's, it's on a whole yeah. other level. It sure is. And while I haven't seen episode four, I hear uh, that Ralph Talia gives a long, impassioned speech about how Shield Hero is a kind slave master. I Literally. believe it. I believe it based on that last episode. Yeah. Mm. Fuck. Let's move on. Yeah. Rose, is there any last things you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I started up watching Awari Monogatari again. Hell yeah. Because mm. uh, I still haven't finished it. Which one is that? That's the second most recent one, right? I mean, you could count Zoku, I guess, in there, and then it would be like the third. Ye- but oh, whatever you. The last I full anime, like TV anime, it was like the f- mm-hmm. they did two seasons of it. Um, it's good. Uh, I would have watched more. We finished all of the Oogie parts of that. Now, well, most of the Oogie parts, and it's just Sadachi uh, now, uh, which Hell who is yeah. this white hair girl? Uh, I wish I had had content warnings. Uh, it's it's rough. Yeah, because there was this one episode that was just all about her abusive family, and I was like, oof. Yeah, it for mm. for Monogatari, it gets yeah very, very dark. Yeah, the, it's not even an action uh, uh, season. It's just pure. Uh, like he- talking and uh but it's mm-hmm. it's intense there sure. yeah like i had problems with hanuman guitari like i'm not problems with it i love hanuman guitari so much like uh similar issues uh with the intensity but uh like yeah it's it's really fucking talking <laughs> like people joke like monogatari is like almost all talking but like there is an episode in this season where they it the entire thing takes place in one room the entire episode takes place in one room uh actually there's like five episodes that take place in one room now yeah, that i think a, about it a, lo- a lot of uh, a lot of them uh like all the just... oogie parts i wasn't thinking about that god yeah. but hey Monogatari is still good. It's great. It's still good. Mathematics. If you ever listen, you know, y'all look up Mathematics, the opening opening song for one of these arcs. Fucking banger and a half. Fucking banger and a half. It's good. <sighs> Monogatari owns. Yeah. I got like one more thing to talk about. Um, I will say real quick. Uh, I am falling off of reincarnated as a slime. Uh, I'm going to keep going, but I'm getting kind of bored of it. It's getting a little old, just like having a character walk in and be like, who's this slime? That's crazy. Uh-huh. And then Rimuru does something, and then they're like, well, now we're friends, and now you're <laughs> five times more powerful because you have our army behind you, or yeah. you absorbed something. And that's happened like twice an episode, every episode for a while. And I'm just getting a little tired of it. <laughs> Understandable. But uh, one show that I'm not tired about, and I am super, super stoked, and I'm very glad that I am caught up with, is Mob Psycho 100. God, yeah. 
holy shit that new episode my god it was an episode and a half it's fucking incredible i love this show i love mob it the, so the like latest arc was about uh mob and reagan uh have they, they get called up to a like a ceo's mansion because the CEO has called upon pretty much all of the psychics around the area to try to exercise his daughter because she's been acting very strange. And nobody can figure out what it is. It seems like she's just being a moody teen, but it turns out she actually is being possessed by the spirit of an incredibly powerful psychic who ended up absorbing a bunch of evil spirits because of how pissed he was at how the world treated him. So he is extremely powerful, like maybe even more powerful than Mob. And to try to fight him off, Mob actually sends his like he he performs an out of body experience and then goes into the girl's body with the with the um the other spirit to try to like take them both out and save her. But he gets like he gets duped and the this former psychic, the spirit now like brings him into an alternate universe where shit is just constantly horrible for mob like it's everyone hates him it's so tough to watch like yeah he's constantly getting bullied and beaten and everyone hates him and mob is just drugged through the mud and this this guy is basically just like waiting for that moment to be like look yeah he can only take so much he's going to snap and he's going to use his powers for evil and he's going to realize that that's what he wants to do. He wants to do what I did. But finally, Dimple like breaks through and gets in there and gets to Mob and is like, you remember, you remember me, you remember Reagan, you remember all your friends? And Mob's just like, yeah, you're right, I do remember everyone. And I remember that they all helped me grow and I hope that I can help other people grow. And it was just this like it was a lot of anime yeah. a lot of anime has that message of my friends make me better but it's honestly really inspiring that not only that but mob also has that message of they make me better and i make other people better too Fuck. and that was yeah. like really inspiring it was super heartwarming so, uh, yeah, and so his 100% emotion this episode was happiness. Like, previously it was negative emotions, but this time it was happiness. He was happy that he had all of his support in the real world, and he's able, he was able to come... He was able to overcome his negative feelings, and he he defeats the guy, and it was and it's the, gorgeously animated. Yeah, the fight uh, scene is bonkers. It's very good. It's very good. I I adored it. Like highly recommend. I like please if you haven't seen Mob yet, please 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 watch Mob Psycho 100. Yeah. It's sensational. Plus they're already setting up for like insane stuff in the mm -hmm. near future. God. For real. Yeah. Uh I think I think my I think my favorite part of the episode and I know I'm basically spoiling this whole episode and I apologize, but I I really do just need to like really drive home how good it was um once he saves the girl he asks her like are you actually like that because she was 
bullying him constantly in that like mind space and he asks her like are you really like that is that how you treat people and at first she goes like yeah i i am you know sorry about that kid like kind of like you know whatever and then she starts to walk away and then she starts crying and just like oh my god i'm so sorry i can't believe it but mom's just like it's okay because i've changed you now hopefully I hope that you can change now. And she does. And it's just this really great like bit where it's like you're like as long as you put in the effort and you let people in, you can change and you can be better. And that's that's so God, that's so yeah. good. That's so good. It, it turned out to be Ugh. a lot more optimistic than I expected it to, which I'm glad. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And I hear they I toned it. it down from the manga too. Uh, yeah, I did see that they like that in the manga they do a lot more to like push mob like there it's a lot more violent. Um, but I think I think they did a good job of like doing enough but not going overboard yeah. in the anime. So that's fine. But yeah, please watch Mob Psycho. Uh, is there anything else either of you want to talk about before we move on to questions? No, I think that's everything. Oh, I did see one thing that I want to say. Did y'all see that okay. fucking bit about how Genarabuchi said he was inspired for Fate Zero by Spider-Man 2? Yeah. What the fuck? What? Yeah, right? Yeah. What the hell? I don't I don't have the link on hand, but I definitely remember reading, like, yeah, he was inspired to write Fate Zero by Spider-Man 2. Excusez-moi? <laughs> he heard the pizza song and went nuts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same here. I mean, so that's okay. Whenever Saber hears the piece of song, she just goes ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> she's completely off the shits. Yeah. She's cutting the pizza with the Escalibur. <laughs> that's why Lancelot's like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just like hooked up the fucking pizza song in his helmet, and he's just like. <laughs> I mean, you don't matter if you had to hear that for centuries. I do with one of my girlfriends. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that the pizza song on loop just no. low through this whole episode. No, oh that's <laughs> I'm not gonna actually. That would be surrealist. No, I'm not actually gonna do that. People will beat the shit out of me. <laughs> All right, let's move on to questions. If you want to send in questions, it's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com/ask, and uh, just make sure that you point out that this is about anime, because I don't want to accidentally delete it or talk about it on the other podcast. So we got two of them. Uh, this one comes in from Anonymous. What does anime taste like? Fear. Sweat. Are those your answers? Those are two of them. I can continue. Ink. Blood. Hmm. Probably nut, honestly. I mean, given how much anime can be sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Disappointment. It's just sweat. That's all I could think of. It's just sweat. It just tastes like sweat. A lot of negative answers after we just said a bunch of. Oh, good I'm stuff sorry. Here, it. let me think. Hold on. Let's rewind the tape. Candy. It tastes like a delicious cheeseburger. I mean, the literal last episode I saw before starting this was Shield Hero, so I don't know that oh. I have much positive to say. 
I can just let's think about Emmy and Gohan. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, that tastes like a lot of stuff. That's that, good. That probably just tastes like broth. Mm. Yeah. It tastes like friendship. Ooh. It can. You know mm. what? This podcast tastes like friendship because I Aww. love talking with you too. Same. I love you too, John. And you, Trixie. I love you both. Aww, same. All right. Uh, let's see here. We got a question from Anonymous. Uh, this is a lane question. Uh, we actually got two uh, pretty mean lane oh, questions. Oh, no. So if, this is for, if this is from the same person... Um, like, I know I said that I didn't really like Lane, but damn, motherfucker, you're going in. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. Um, this first one is just, does Lane ever not get boring? I watched the first two episodes like four times, but keep falling asleep. Well, your first problem is that you watched the same episode multiple times. Mm. That's just a little that's that's just a little humor at the expense of how this person wrote it. I'm, I'm sure they mean that they just tried to watch it a couple of times. Mm. I, th- I get it. I think, like it's some people are looking for different things you know what i'm saying like i used to be a real hype beast i think as you can tell from some of my tastes uh but then gradually i was like damn you know i like to just lay here and just have some bullshit happen Mm -hmm. that's how i feel about i think yeah i think while you while uh It'd be best to be, like, in a certain headspace to watch Lane. Uh, if it's not your thing, then it's not your thing. If you don't like it, that's A-OK. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this is the same person, but uh, it, probably not. Uh, hey, y'all, I've heard from friends who have watched Lane that there's an insanely boring episode in the middle, one with no talking, I think. Is that actually insanely boring or not? Um, I don't... There isn't an episode with no talking yeah. i mean there there's just there's just the one that like half of it is like the music but i don't <sighs> think there's an episode that is completely devoid of yeah talking. that's all i could think of what a banger that one is damn yeah, and, and I'll, I'll be honest that was one of my favorite parts of the show like that scene yeah that scene can be i don't know that you could call that scene boring messy and probably a hard experimental to... yeah yeah i think just by how it's done by default it's not mm-hmm. boring yeah uh let's see here sensory punk asks what's your favorite fake slang what about least favorite most are pretty whack but some are shway <sighs> <sighs> uh, i like uh, in uh in avatar the last airbender when they say flamio hot man mm. yeah uh i'm gonna go with um Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where they uh, call each other uh, Hoopy Fruits, right? Oh yeah, that that Hoopy Fruit, yeah. Ford Prefect. Um, I I love Hitchhiker's Guide. I know that's so normy, but Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh no, it's okay, same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does does vape count? Cause all the <laughs> vape. Vape. I like. I think that's just like a word now. Yeah. Well, true, but I was thinking of more of violent tape. Oh, oh fucking fuck. <laughs> you got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> what did you think this whole time, John? I, mean, I knew. What about vaping? Oh, <laughs> no. I mean, God. yes, also that, but more specifically, Violent owned. Ape. I got owned big time. I like when, uh, when Rui says, play the game. Yeah. That's it's, good slang. Yeah. 
Uh, Anonymous asks, do you ever think that Hideki Anno will make Ava Rebuild 4? Um, <laughs> they're making it right now. It's called Virtual YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? Is- oh. Oh. I yeah. just thought of... Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> you know. You know what? This might be the same thing that you're thinking. I am incredibly shocked that there is not, like, an Oscar array virtual YouTuber. Array. Yeah. Yeah. It would be Mari, wouldn't it? Okay, uh-huh. so I feel like I feel like they would do Ray based on, like, how popular she is. But Mari would actually be a fun virtual YouTuber. Like, I would actually yeah, watch she Mari. Yeah, right. she would. Uh, you know what I she want? Would, she would. What? Kaoru uh, ASMR. <laughs> he would do that if he were He would do it. It's like you're doing great. It's okay. Yeah, he would he would do ASMR. Like Mari would just like play PUBG. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Mhm. Ray would like Ray Ray would be I mean whenever I see Ray I just kind of She would be one of like those uh, YouTubers who just stare at the camera for 4 hours and get a billion oh views God. on yeah. each one. <laughs> Yeah, that would be her. <laughs> be like that one YouTuber that does that, but like someone broke into his house oh, God. and like saw what he was doing and just laughed because <laughs> he was so freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. What would Asuka do? Uh, fucking just like angry video game nerd. That's what Asuka would be. <laughs> oh my God. Am I wrong? <laughs> oh my I God. She'd just be wrong. like, ass. That Baka Shinji <laughs> loves Battletoads. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus. Shinji just sitting there like, she's the angriest gamer you ever had. <laughs> oh, so oh. she totally, like, forces him to take part oh, in her fuck. videos. And you know what? He, he would be he would be motherfucker Mike. Oh, God. It fucking... Mis- uh, Fucking Masato would be fucking uh, the like fucking malt liquor people. Oh my god! <laughs> gonna make a malt liquor video. Jesus, <laughs> she would just do that. <laughs> She'd be just constantly fighting with fucking Steel Worldwide. <laughs> yep. God, just fucking Steel Worldwide, just being like, "Fuck you, Masato, piece of shit." <laughs> god, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> what would Shinji do? Oh my god. I've been trying to yeah, think, because he seems like the least likely out of everyone, but I can't... Im- that's what I'm saying, like, like Shinji would just be, like, the backup for Asuka, because Asuka would be the AVGN, and Shinji would be motherfucker Mike, so he would be, like, he, like whenever Asuka has to, like, beat the shit out of a game character, he would be in the costume, so he'd be, like, Bugs Bunny, and he'd be like, Nyeh, what's up, motherfucker? And then, like, Asuka would uppercut him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> I mean, what I'm envisioning is that it doesn't matter. He just has a YouTube channel, but with, like, one subscriber. And it's yes. Asuka who hates subs him. Yeah. And fucking... Shinji doing the fucking... Shinji doing the Inspector Gadget video. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would just... If Kaoru didn't do ASMR, it would just be that. Like, it would just be fucking... <laughs> uh, motherfucker Shinji. Oh my god. Alright, well, there you go. We just told you the plot. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. 
Oh my god. Alright, uh, we have one last question and then we'll do opinions. Um, it's a... Uh, did y'all listen to the 20 year anniversary version of Duvet by Boa? Because it was good. Um, I have not yet. But I haven't you know either. Is it different? I guess. I'm um, gonna listen to it. You know it. what? Yeah, we we can we can listen to that after. And how about I put that as the ending song for this? So All right, that works. Can hear it. Yeah. There you go. Or I'll just link it in the show notes because honestly, honestly, it should probably be the opening and the ending of Lane. It should be the episode. So mm. I think we'll do that. All right. Uh, here's some opinions. Opinions. Uh, Gregory Zero's opinion. Rewatched Ping Pong the animation with a friend. Trixie, are you this friend? No. And wow, it's still such an amazing show. I mean, just a wild coincidence, you know? Anyway. My first time around, I really only focused on Sugimoto. But going back in made, made it extremely clear how well-developed all the characters are. Kong's story is so sad until he turns it into something truly beautiful. Even excluding the distinctive art style, the show bleeds so much style. I love every minute of it. Every match becomes a head-to-head clash of character personalities and ideologies. That is very true. Mm-hmm. That is very good. Good opinion. And we have one more opinion here. Well, it's a question and an opinion. So um, I'll start with the opinion, and then we'll end it with one last question. Uh, Harlequin Wheels. Opinion. I recently got around to watching Megalobox, which I really enjoyed. It's also kind of relevant to last week's question, as the rivalry between Joe and Yuri is built upon so well for the entirety of the show, all leading up to a real satisfying end. So yeah, he asked us about our favorite rivalry last week. So, oh yeah, uh, the I, Joe and Yuri rivalry I've, was a good one. I've always meant to watch Megalobox. Maybe yeah. I should. Yeah. I really got finished. It seems it seems like a banger. Mm-hmm. And uh, our last question here: What's your favorite use of broken English uh, songs, phrases, words on clothing, etc. in anime? Not to steal anyone's answer, but I like the song that went. In the dusty basement where we met, may you surprised so much because you're talking now. <laughs> you know that one, John? Yeah, that's from that's from Kill a Kill, right? Don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to take one from, I, I have a real answer, but to take one also from that same uh, show, uh, fucking ping pong circulate. Excuse me, in the fucking Kill a Kill soundtrack, you ever hear that one? Yeah, it's no. this fucking song and it just goes like it's just like so, like a real like electro like electronic banger and then just all of a sudden it goes ping pong circulate like over and over again <laughs> it fucking owns I'm not even joking it was like the fight scene good. for um well, the fight theme for uh the green hair samurai man whose name is escaping me at this moment I couldn't tell you either uh, Trixie do you have one uh the only real example I can think of is the uh, opening to a uh, Gotcha Man Crowds, I, which oh, I still God. listen to, and I really, That's really good. Yeah, I still love the broken English in that song a lot. Go the distance, and the the chorus is <laughs> isn't even broken, which makes it uh, better. Hmm. Oh yeah, that that's my real answer. Also semi related. Uh, y'all ever hear Myth and Roid? Yeah. No. Okay, Mythenroid is this band that does. They did. They've done a lot of music for a lot of anime. Uh, they did the Boogie Pop anime opening this season. Uh, they did ReZero. Yeah. Um. They did Overlord, I believe. Uh, that's like their whole thing. <laughs> it's like, right. it's like a lot it's of okay. really tuny music that's just like, like just randomly in the middle going virus 
or like <laughs> let me open up this scar and stuff like that. Uh, sure. Although their yeah. song on Buggy Pops a, a lot more English than Japanese. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. That one's. I love that. That one. one's a banger. Yeah. Uh, mine's an answer from video games, but um, oh yeah. I I like all the like Lotus Juice Persona stuff. Oh hell yeah! And um, I think my favorite part about that was uh, when they when someone asked Lotus Juice like, why do you use all this English stuff and like, why is it like all kind of halfway translated? Because like he's fluent in English, like he 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 can speak it. So he was basically just like, oh, I know the language. I just don't care enough to translate it all the way because. For Japan, English just sounds cool. So if you just put a bunch of English in, and if it makes somewhat amount of sense to English-speaking audiences when, once it gets uh, sent over there, then it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. he just, he just, it's just, you know, who cares? Um, so I guess my definitive answer, though, my, my single favorite line in any Persona song, I will... That's... <laughs> It's so fucking funny. It's in uh, Whims of Fate from Persona 5, where it's a song all about, like, the casino and shit. And most of the song makes perfect sense, but there's one line where they say, what does the bow tie on the card guy say about his design? Fuck (laughs) yeah. That's such a line. It's so good. (laughs) What the fuck does it mean? I mean, what does it mean? About his design. Uh, that song isn't in Smash Bros. I'm going to raise hell, I swear <laughs> to God. Can I say one thing I actually hate with regards to this topic? Sure. I've said it before on the show, but in fucking Magical Index, every time they talk about fucking any group in that show, they're like, school in English, or dra- <laughs> dragon, angel, yeah, group. <laughs> Fuck off. Group. Group. <laughs> group. They're like, oh, here's this organization called Group. Like, fuck off. That's what I think. The fucking hell. Yeah. The item. Item. And then they go, oh, by the way, also, related to all these motherfuckers is the Roman Orthodoxy Church. <laughs> God. What's up fucking setting up World War Three right now? That's what they're doing. They're setting up World War Three. I mean, All maybe right. if they called their group something like Bong or Blunt or whatever, they wouldn't have this trouble. <laughs> You're damn right. Standing for Big Orange. I don't fucking know. Big organization <laughs> needing guns. Big organization, Big organization needing guns. Needing guns. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's free. That's free. That one's free. Don't say that because that's going to probably. No, we have plenty of other ideas. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, that should do it for this week. Uh, thank you so much for sending in your stuff, folks. And uh, thank you, too, for being on the show. Yeah. It's good times. It's a good time. Uh, if you want to keep up with us, follow us on Twitter at VGChuChu and follow our Tumblr, videogamechuchu.tumblr.com. Uh, you know, we don't do too much anime on there, but, you know, keep up with us. Uh, we have our Discord server, thegamezone.zone. You type that into your web browser and that'll bring you there. There's a fucking big-ass anime room where you can talk about all the anime you want whenever you want. Nobody can say no. It's all there. Unless you say something shitty, in which mm-hmm. case I'll say no. Yeah. Stop it. 
but I don't think you will. I trust you guys. I trust you all. It's okay. And, uh, yeah, if you want to hear these episodes a whole week early, then donate to patreon.com slash VGCC. It's a whole week. For $1 a month, you get two episodes early. That's such a deal. That's 50 cents an episode. 50 cents for an episode of a podcast a whole week early. That's nothing. It's nothing. You can find that on the couch. So do that. Dig up your couch. Break your couch. Get that 50 cents twice. And give it to us. Because we need it more than you. Damn. Yeah. A dollar? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about it, it like that. It's a dollar. But thank you very much, everyone. And uh, we'll be back. Oh, I almost forgot. I can't believe I almost forgot. We gotta announce the next anime. Hell yeah. And also announce something else. We gotta announce two things. First off, we're gonna I'm gonna announce the next anime. So next month, the next anime we're gonna talk about. Uh, it's Trixie's turn to pick. And so if if this goes poorly, uh, it's her fault. Wow, what no, the hell? It's fine. It, it won't I go I mean, poorly. after this the Harui a... debacle, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harui was fine. This is a pretty recent, well-regarded show. Uh, Trixie, do you wanna do you wanna announce it? Yeah, it's uh, it's Yuri on Ice uh, from the studio Mappa. All right, yeah, we'll watch Yuri on Ice. That's on Crunchyroll. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us have, at the very least, heard of it. <laughs> it was all over Twitter for a good long time, rightly so. It was a it was a phenomenon. So uh, let's watch Yuri on Ice a few years divorced from it. And see if it's as impactful as it was then. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, this next upcoming episode. I'm not talking about next month. I'm not talking about the Yuri and Ice episode. This next upcoming episode. It is the week. It's a week after Valentine's Day. We're not recording something on Valentine's Day. So you're just going to have to do it a week after. We decided to do something a little silly, a little fun. Uh, Rose is uh, well known for uh, her. <laughs> yeah, John, what are you gonna say to me, huh? Rose is well known for having a shit ton of girlfriends, so I figured it would be fun to invite, at the very least, one of them onto the show. So we're gonna have the Valentine's Day special. Where uh, Rose's girlfriend Robin is going to show up on the podcast and talk about anime with us. <laughs> It'll be something, that's for sure. I'm scared um, a little. <laughs> uh, I've, I've hung out with Robin. Yeah. She's a delight. Uh, she's, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. But I'm also scared. So <laughs> you never know what'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I hope everyone else is looking forward to it. So, um, thank you so much, and I'm sorry, Rose. <laughs> it's okay. To be mean? No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but look, I would invite my girlfriend on if I had one, mm-hmm. so, you know. Maybe if someone wants to be, maybe, look, ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's your chance. Go for <laughs> if it. you want to be on the next episode of the podcast, you know. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I hear podcasting's <laughs> better than uh, okay, Cupid nowadays. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> I can say with a, without a shadow of a doubt, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Podcasting may actually be the 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 worst thing to do if you want to date. Oh yeah, what? Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. Hmm. Host running a podcast. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Casting yeah. Like, I, like I mean, look, Rose. Mm-hmm. It, I, you've been on podcasts. You don't run a podcast. You're right. So that's the difference. That's the difference. Oh, uh, so my ass. So once you run a podcast, all your social capital is gone forever. You become incel. You try to become incel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, you become shield watch- hero. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say, we we're too, We should have had this conversation earlier on the show. Jeez, it would have been a good transition. I, I, I have not watched S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. <laughs> Don't worry about Probably it. Probably for the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm not strong like you two are. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next t- two weeks. Next fortnight with another episode of Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks. So long. Yeah.